Hello there and welcome to the Newsweek's Starter Edition of News Express right here on Africa Business Radio. Of course, exclusively brought to you by Business AM, Nigeria's fastest growing financial and business newspaper. Now let's see what the pages have to say today. Of course, top in the front page, we have uh, uh, Rivers Woo's industrial off-takers to his gas master plan and just below that uh, shell gas chgc early franchises uh, 50 million standard cubic feet per day uh, 17 kilometer pipeline runway by chgc to increase to 100 million standard cubic feet per day and away from that particular headline there still on the front page economy faces uncertainty in aftermath of end sars Mm. Cloud hangs over investment environment. Uh, economy faces possible downgrades. Insurance continues stock taking. Economy lost over 58 billion naira daily uh, to protest. And then crisis may roll back progress already um, made. If you move over to the summary section of the paper... This first one here is coming from the IMF. Uh, Africa's difficult road to recovery. Uh, that one is on page two. And sitting on page 11, analysts wait in on a Greek spending. Uh, that one's on the finance and investment se- section. Uh, pick it up on page 11. And uh, in the technology and innovation section, uh, that's on page 30. Uh, music streaming booms in Nigeria. Now let's get into our conversation at uh, this morning with the publisher, Business AM, who will be joining us via telephone, Mr. Philip Isakwa. Good morning and thank you for joining us. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Right. Now, it was quite a week last week, of course, after a peaceful protest that was met with brutal force in what some are already calling uh, the Lekki Tollgate Massacre. Of course, this, you know, stalled economic activities in the commercial capital. Uh, now, Mr. Philip, how bad is it looking at this point? Well, you know, the thing with situations like this is that uh, the the, after, sorry, the outcome mm. actually, usually come, you will begin to hear stories about outcomes much later. Mm. Now, what you have immediately is that uh, the, the, the activities such as uh, the arson that took place, you know, the, the destruction of uh, some businesses, you know, will, will, will immediately have an impact. If you go to uh, the Lekki Corridor, for instance, where you had a lot of uh, activities that, that that led to the burning down of uh, some shops and uh, some malls, mm. you find that those are completely sh- uh, shut down. But you need to look at it in terms of the global impact that this will have on the Nigerian economy. First of all, recall that uh, we, we were... Going into COVID-19, we were already uh, experiencing difficulties. You know, government was challenged by the, the reduction in, in revenues, you know, yeah. was was challenged by an economy that was contracting and uh, almost going into recession. I mean, people are already waiting to, to hear the outcome of the third quarter uh, GDP numbers and they stop that uh, recession will have set in. You know, so you had that going into COVID-19. And then you then had COVID-19 come in, you know, which grounded a number of activities in terms of the lockdown, mm. you know. And then you, you had these NSAS activities, which started 
very well as a peaceful demonstration by youths protesting against police brutality. But then you then had the outcome that followed the reaction, you know, by what is now called the Lekki Tolkien massacre, mm. you know, and then the all hell broke loose. Now, what you will find is that, first of all, insurance companies that we spoke to for our stories are saying that uh, the losses are still being counted. They will wait for the companies and uh, individuals affected to turn in their claims numbers, and then that we will then begin to see what they call the, in terms of figures, you know, what that will mean for the insurance industry and the reinsurance industry. But beyond that is that you have a troubled economy or you had a troubled economy going into this, you know. What this has meant or what this will mean is that the economy has become more challenged, you know, more troubled by the action. So when we say cloud hangs over investment environment, you know, of course you have that investment will be in two forms, local investors and international investors. First of all, international investors are always looking at political economic risk, exactly. you know, doing their political economic risk analysis. You know, once uh, it doesn't favor them, they will hold back. Mm. We have had situations, for instance, in the oil industry, uh, where international oil companies have pulled back just because government has not been able to give a clear statement regarding the PIB. You know, so so uh, with this happening, you know, you have international investors looking. Wait a minute, you know, mm. uh, what's going to happen next? You know, is NSAS going to come back again, or yeah. you know, uh, how long will the protests continue? Local investors who have lost a lot of uh, money, especially those who were directly impacted by the activities that took place last week, you know, will will first of all be trying to recoup their losses. Uh, a lot of them who have borrowed money to invest in those businesses, you know, will be struggling very hard. Again, in some crimes, you will looking at uh, what kind of suicide rate might happen, you know, which is something that government will need to also begin to look at, you know, to avoid suicide. Mm-hmm. We understand that uh, a bank is already guaranteeing some 50 billion naira in terms of uh, interest-free loans, you know, and then the Lagos State government has put up something. So hopefully that will take care of uh, a number of, of people affected by this and uh, provide some respite. But you will find that another thing is that the credit rating agencies who have you know, we're talking about last time where where there was, a, I think, a stable or a little downgrade, you know, by the international rating agencies. So we will be expecting to see how this will impact on the next rating that will come out from the international rating agencies. And you know that a lot of investors globally, you know, look at these uh, ratings, you know, to, to make informed judgment in terms of what they put into an economy and so on and so forth. Mm. You know, analysts are really concerned, you know, about how this will play out, you know, nobody's sure, you know, in terms of uh, how eventually, you know, the economy will be impacted. But be sure that there will be some negativity, you know, in terms of uh, uh, how the economy is impacted by those who view the economy as a place to put their money. So you expect a lot in that regard. Mm. Now, speaking of investment, let's turn our attention to page four of Business AM, talking about the MIIA headline now. That's the Millennium Impact for Infrastructure, which uh, is about to be launched. Of course, we know that it is to spur and attract impact investment in Africa by developing uh, bankable infrastructure deals. What more can you tell us about MIIA? What I can tell you from that story is that, uh, you know, infrastructure is a key part of uh, investment needs for Africa, uh, not just this uh, 
agricultural development, but you can look back at uh, the Africa International, uh, sorry, Africa Development Bank (AFDB). You know that is also working very tirelessly to see that uh, infrastructure deficit is reduced. Now, but there's a, a particular aspect of it, you know, which is the word impact in investing. Now. When they talk about impact investing, they talk about investment that is given, that is, that goes into what will impact lives of people. So you talk about education, you talk about health, you know, you talk about transportation. The infrastructure deficit in Africa is huge. We're looking at 170 billion dollars, you know, uh, the gap of 108 billion dollars, you know, that they've always spoken about. Now, for that to happen, you would need, need investment to come from all over the world, you know, and because Africa doesn't have the capacity to aggregate that kind of investment internally, it has to look elsewhere. So what this uh, arrangement is doing is for the, the U.S. government working with uh, Africa 50, you know, to ensure that there's a, a proper channel, you know, for bringing in this investment. And this investment, they believe, will go a long way, you know, in terms of the impact it will have on the societies in Africa, you know, across the, the entire continent. They, so they look at transportation, for instance, they look at education, you know, they look at health. You know, COVID-19 has demonstrated, you know, quite clearly the deficiencies that we have across the continent in terms of uh, healthcare facilities, you know, so you will need a lot of money to go into into healthcare. Uh, education is still uh, an area. Uh, transportation is an area. We, in Nigeria, for instance, we've talked about uh, a lot of uh, what you call loan facilities from China, you know, to build railways and the rest of it. You know, Nigeria is beginning to talk about how it can ramp up with its rail network, you know, and we know that uh, rail is very crucial, you know, very, very important, you know, in any economy, especially an economy like Nigeria's with a lot of population, you know. So this is a welcome development. This is something that will put together properly, will be able to attract investors, you know, to look at a proper channel through which they can put their money in infrastructural development, especially mm. those with a great impact on the continent. Right. Uh, now in just a minute, please take the readers through developing stories uh, to follow this week. So that would be, I guess, internationally, you want to look at uh, what will 
happened with the oil sector, you know, the global oil prices, global demand and supply situation, you know, and how that will affect Nigerian economy. All right, Mr. Philip, we'll draw the curtain here. Of course, we'll get back to you, get in touch with you later in the week uh, for more on the headlines. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. All right, Mr. Philip Isakwa is a publisher, Business AM, Nigeria's fastest growing financial and a business newspaper.